节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Taiwan and Kiribati break off diplomatic ties. Premier Su Zengchang says the central government's budget for next year is its first balanced budget in 22 years, and officials in Washington are concerned that China could interfere in Taiwan's upcoming presidential election. But first, today's top story. Taiwan and the Pacific Island nation of Kiribati have terminated diplomatic ties. Foreign Minister Joseph Wu called a press conference Friday to express his regret at the break in relations. Wu said that Kiribati had initially asked Taiwan for money to put towards buying civilian aircraft. He said that China offered to provide the money instead on the condition that Kiribati sever its ties with Taiwan. Wu said that all bilateral cooperation projects with Kiribati have been halted, and Taiwan's embassy in the country is to be recalled with immediate effect. Taiwan has also demanded that Kiribati remove all its diplomats and government staff immediately. Wu said that Beijing continues to suppress Taiwan in order to force it into its one country, two systems framework. But Wu said Taiwan will not yield in the face of Chinese diplomatic pressure. Wu also said that relations with Taiwan's four other Pacific allies are stable, and that the foreign ministry is working to shore up ties with Taiwan's 11 allies in other parts of the world. He said embassies are being instructed to look for signs of trouble in the dealings between China and local political and business circles. Also on Friday, President Tsai Ing-wen said that Kiribati had chosen to give up a sincere friend and become a Chinese pawn. She called the move a big mistake. Tsai said that Beijing plans to continue taking similar coercive actions in the hopes of changing the outcome of next year's presidential election. She said that tyrannical behavior will not make Taiwan's people give up their resolve. She also said that giving in will leave future generations without sovereignty, freedom, or democracy. Kiribati is the second ally Taiwan has lost this week. Only 15 countries now maintain formal ties with Taipei. The opposition KMT is calling on the Tsai administration to replace unfit officials and reevaluate its foreign policy to keep the number of allied nations from falling even further. Premier Su Zengchang has told lawmakers that the central government's budget for the year 2020 is balanced. This came during a report the premier made to the legislature on Friday. Su says the growth of government income exceeds the rate of expenditure. Both income and expenditure are set to break 2.1 trillion NT dollars, or around 67 billion U.S. dollars, next year. Income is set to grow by 109 billion NT dollars by next year, which represents a 5.5 percent increase. Meanwhile, expenditures are set to grow by 102 billion NT dollars, a 5.2 percent increase year on year. Su says that this is also the first time in 22 years that Taiwan has seen a balanced budget. He attributes the balanced budget to the central government's commitment to shrewd financial discipline. Su says that for next year, the government has allocated an additional 81.8 billion NT dollars for public works, 14.6 billion NT dollars for addressing Taiwan's shrinking birth rate, 
7.7 billion NT dollars for public safety, 17.5 billion NT dollars for defense, and 17.2 billion NT dollars for renewable energy. Officials in Washington are concerned that China could interfere in Taiwan's upcoming presidential election. That's according to Mainland Affairs Council Deputy Minister Chiu Jui Cheng, who is currently visiting the U.S. Capitol. Chiu is in the U.S. to explain Taiwan's stance on cross-strait relations to U.S. officials. He is also clarifying developments in cross-strait ties. Chiu says that the U.S. has expressed concern about recent Chinese pressure on Taiwan. Moreover, Chiu says the U.S. is concerned about Chinese efforts to spread false information and sow discord in the run-up to Taiwan's 2020 elections. Chiu says he told U.S. officials that Taiwan will continue to work with countries that share its values and that it will maintain peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait. A trade fair has launched in Taipei with the aim of getting foreign retailers to buy Taiwanese medical care equipment, cosmetics, and consumer goods. The trade fair is the third of its kind organized by Taiwan's External Trade Council, or TITRA. About 120 buyers from 33 countries were invited to attend the event, including 12 buyers with revenues of over 100,000 U.S. dollars. Nearly 40% of the buyers come from emerging markets such as Mexico, Bulgaria, and Hungary. Southeast Asian retailers, mostly from Thailand, account for 30% of total buyers. Speaking at the opening ceremony, Taitra President and CEO Walter Ye said that buyers are mostly focused on cosmetics made in Taiwan. Ye said that the local cosmetics industry has managed to grow for 10 years, even amid a global economic downturn. Taitra is already preparing its next trade fair, set to open in the southern city of Tainan on Tuesday. This fair will focus on auto parts, plastic machinery, and fasteners. The United States has reiterated its support for Taiwan's meaningful participation in the International Civil Aviation Organization, or ICAO. The State Department reaffirmed its support Thursday. A State Department spokesperson, who spoke on condition of anonymity, said that Washington supports Taiwan's bid to join international organizations where statehood is not required. These include the ICAO, the World Health Organization, and Interpol. The ICAO is set to hold its 40th Triennial Assembly at its headquarters in Montreal from September 24th to October 4th. While Taiwan was invited to attend the event as a guest in 2013, it has since been barred from attending due to pressure from China. Though Taiwan has been blocked from attending once again this year, Taiwan's Civil Aeronautics Administration still plans to send a delegation to push for Taiwan's inclusion. Hong Kong film director Johnny To has resigned from his position as a committee head for the Golden Horse Awards, a Taiwanese award ceremony honoring outstanding achievements in cinema. That's according to an announcement made Thursday by the Film Awards Executive Committee. This year's event is scheduled to take place in Taipei on November 23rd, with a list of nominees to be announced on October 1st. But China has banned its filmmakers from taking part. In August, a Chinese official said of the event, quote, Taiwan's political situation will cause many problems. Hong Kong film director Johnny Tully has apologized for inconveniencing the directors of this year's Golden Horse Awards, Taiwan's equivalent to the Oscars. That's after he bowed out as the chairman of the review committee due to restrictions imposed by his investors. Taiwanese film critic Lan Zhuwei says he is sympathetic to Toh's situation 
and that the restrictions are an example of Chinese bullying. Lan accused China of putting political pressure on the film industry and using business to advance its political goals. To will be replaced by Taiwanese director Wang Tong, who has won seven Golden Horse Awards himself, including awards for Best Director, Best Costume, and Best Art. Wang will also be honored with a Lifelong Achievement Award at this year's event. Wang has promised to do the best job he can. Paula Chow, RTI News. Baseball is often considered Taiwan's national sport, but one of Taiwan's prominent baseball teams is said to get a Japanese owner. When the Lamigo Monkeys baseball team played a friendly match with the Rakuten Eagles of Japan, few suspected both teams would soon end up under the same management. The general manager of the Lamigo Monkeys, Justin Liu, has announced that the team's parent company, Lanyu, is selling its majority share in the team to none other than Rakuten, the Japanese tech and web company behind the Eagles. Liu says that Rakuten has promised to keep the team's administrative staff and to keep the team based in Taoyuan, its current home city. This isn't Rakuten's first foray into foreign sports leagues. In addition to sponsoring soccer and baseball teams in Japan, it also backs basketball and soccer teams in the U.S. and Spain. Liu says that Rakuten will use this experience to further invest and expand its presence in Taiwan's sporting world. Both Lanyu and Rakuten are keeping quiet about how much the team is being sold for. However, reports estimate a price tag of up to 330 million New Taiwan dollars, approximately 10.6 million U.S. dollars. Leslie Liao, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.